Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Well, at this time we're going to go to Scripture, and uh, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 2. So Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to begin reading at uh, verse 11. But actually we're going to step back a couple, but before we do that, um, kids, you are dismissed if you want to go to Children's Church at this time. People will meet you in the back. If you're visiting with us, feel free to go with your kids so you know where they are. You can pick them up afterwards. All right, bless you guys as you have a really cool lesson on thankfulness. Today we're going to have you remain seated, but to stand in your hearts as we honor the King with these words. We're actually going to start, oh, let's see, let's start, let's start verse 6. Ephesians 2, verse 6, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages He might show the incomparable riches of His grace expressed in His kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And therefore... Remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called the uncircumcised ones by those who call themselves the circumcised ones, which is done in the body by human hands. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners of the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For He Himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one, and has destroyed the barrier and dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in His flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in Himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. And in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which He put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through Him, we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. This is the reading of God's Word. Praise His name. Have you ever heard somebody say, I'm not religious, I'm just spiritual. Did you ever hear people say that before? Yeah? What does that mean? You know, what, what's behind that? I remember having a cookie jar when I was a child. It wasn't my cookie jar. It belonged very um, surely to my mother. <laughs> it was her cookie jar. And once in a while, I got access to it. But this cookie jar would be placed in different places around the kitchen because I was what they'd call a climber. And I would climb on the counter and I'd get into the cookie jar and then my mom would put it in a high cupboard and I'd climb up there and climb up the shelves and get access to the cookie jar. And 
then we, the cookie jar started to morph into different ways of uh, keeping me out of it by putting latches on it that, that maybe I couldn't get in. And, and I figured that out too. And, and I was always trying to get in the cookie jar. My mom was a gracious mom, and she, she gave me cookies. But as all good moms, you have to have a limit, right? <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if religion is a lot like that. People are tired of religion, trying to reach for the cookie jar and not being able to, not finding graciousness. And they're reaching for this cookie jar and they can't attain it. And so naturally, you don't want to be religious if you can't do it, if you can't accomplish it. And so, you want to be spiritual. Now, I think what underlies people wanting to be spiritual is an innate knowledge, knowledge that, that we're created as spiritual beings. That there is there's something more, someone more beyond our current experience, beyond ourselves. And it has to be more than what religion can offer. It has to be more than just this constant reaching and trying to attain and trying to get the goodness that we know innately is for us. And there's good news. Good news to be thankful for. In God's story, He's taken the cookie jar off the shelf and all His sweetness, and all His character, and all His goodness, and He's brought it down low. So that we have access to the Father. We have access to His goodness. And since God has done this for us, we too, He's saying, do this for others. That a passage in Ephesians, it says, God has gone out to those who are far away, and He's brought them near. His goodness is for those who are close to Him that He considers people after His own heart and people who are far away who don't know Him yet. And in the work of Jesus Christ, He has brought those who are far and those who are near to Him and reconciled them together and then reconciled them to the Father so that they can experience the riches of God's love. Not through their works, but through the grace of and mercy of the Lord Jesus. He has taken it off the shelf. And He's put it down so that all people have access to the Father and all the riches of God. I think you remember in Acts chapter 15, there was this thing called the Jerusalem Council. Paul had gone on his first missionary journey with Barnabas and they experienced that many people who were Gentiles were coming to know the Lord Jesus. And the Holy Spirit was unleashed on the Gentile peoples as well. And Peter had experienced this as well with, with Cornelius. And so, they weren't quite sure what to do with this. I'm like, well, I think we still have to follow the law of Moses. I think we still have to have circumcision. Those are good things. Those are, those are things in the, in, the, in the law that we have to follow. And so they called this council together and they said, okay, how are we going to do this? What is the Spirit saying in this? And Peter gives testimony and says, you know that the Spirit poured out on 
Cornelius and his whole household. And Paul and Barnabas gave testimony and says, you know that the Gentiles are coming to faith all over the place. And so now they have this relationship with Jesus. Now they have the Holy Spirit. And now are we going to impose on them all of the regulations and all of the things that have burdened us? And James speaks up. This is not James the, the Apostle. This is James, Jesus' brother who came to faith at some point. And he's the head of the church now in Jerusalem. And he speaks up and he says, let's not make it difficult for those to come to Jesus Christ. Now there's certain things that we want for people to, so that they can know Jesus. But let's not make it difficult. Let's not have this barrier up here and say, well, you've got to look a certain way in order to be a part of this community. And, uh, well, you, you've got to clean yourself up a little bit, and you've got to behave to be a part of this community. And, uh, yeah, you've got to know the Heidelberg Catechism, maybe, <laughs> to be a part of this community. And people are saying, oh, oh, I'm reaching and I'm striving again, and they get into this pattern of religion, and they give up, and they say, no. It's got to be different than that. And we learn from Ephesians 2, and we learn from Acts 15, that they went through that same struggle back there. How do we do this? How do we set aside some of our practices and some of the things that we have done and some of the culture that we have created within Christianity? And then how do we break that down so that we don't create our own standards and expectations and shelves so that people can't get at the cookie jar. So they can't get at the goodness and richness of God in Jesus Christ. Let's not make it difficult. We have been blessed with all the riches in Christ. He has brought down the cookie jar to us. So we can experience all the sweetness of who He is in His ways. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. Which means take my teaching upon you. For He says, I'm humble. And lowly in heart. My yoke is easy. My teaching is easy. Don't make it more complicated. There's power in the Gospel. We don't have to convince people about God. We just have to show people God's love. There's power in the Gospel itself. We don't have to make it fancy. It's good enough on its own. It's more than enough on its own. And so he says, take my teaching. Take my yoke upon you. And you will find rest for your souls. Don't burden yourself with all the other yokes. Receive my goodness. It's offered to you right here. Don't make it harder than it is. Receive all my sweetness in Jesus Christ. And, and, don't, once you've received it, put it back on the shelf so that other people have to strive for it. Other people have to kind of fit in our religion and our culture that sometimes we inadvertently make. Let's step outside of that ourselves and begin to realize that God in His mercy has brought it down for us and we have to model that merciness to bring it down for others. Let's not make it difficult for people to see the sweetness of God. Let's pray.
Father, you are good and your love endures forever. And we give you thanks for that. We thank you for the richness that we can have in Christ Jesus. Who not only saved us, but continues to bestow on us blessing after blessing after blessing. So that we can bless others. Help us not to miss that part. Help us not to miss the blessings you have given us. Sometimes we get so immersed with all your goodness and we have to take a breath and step back and and recognize and realize how much you have blessed us and in what ways you have blessed us so that we can take those blessings and actively give them to other people. Let's not make it difficult, Father. Teach us how to receive your goodness. Recognize that it all comes from you. Teach us how to give away your goodness, not expecting people to clean up their act, to behave a certain way, to become a certain way before they belong. Because they belong to you. And they need to have an example of how that belonging is. What it feels like. Do people accept me as I am before I clean up my act? Will they accept me? Is what people are wondering, Father. Can I find a place to belong without having to reach up on the top shelf to the cookie jar? Lord, make us mindful of these things. Sometimes we do them and we don't even realize we're doing them. Convict us by your Holy Spirit how to take that cookie jar and bring it low. How to take your gifts and offer them freely. Being models and demonstrators of them because you have acted that way towards us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you have done for us. And we want to dedicate our lives to doing these things for others in your name and for the advancement of your kingdom. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.